What up, y'all? Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. This is episode 25, and I am your co-host, Courtney. And this is Kiana. And as always, we are glad to be back. Um, oh my goodness, I just realized we're not even there yet, but we just gonna go there. I just realized I didn't pour myself a drink. I'm kind of sad, and I needed one today. You know... Let's get one on break, because I think I want a beer. I've been saying I want a beer for a few days, and I actually have some. Okay, good. So, we're going to skip past the mimosa for now. (laughs) Or potentially, what could you drink after the break? (laughs) Right, we could come back to that. I'm going to have wine again. We'll come back to that, though. Um, Because today, no, this week, and it's only Tuesday, (laughs) has been one of those weeks. So... I was I came home like excited that tonight was record night because we drank on record night. I was like, I need one. I definitely need one. Oh goodness. What's going on? Is it work related? It is a little bit, you know, I um oh Kiana, we haven't talked. So last weekend I was I should clarify, a couple weeks ago. I always forget that by the time we drop it's not as Time. But anyway, a couple weeks ago, I was um, in Cleveland for a bridal shower that I was hosting, and everything was going smoothly. And as I'm preparing for the bridal showers, like on my way to go pick up the food on the other side of town, like I had to go to Lakeshore. Oh, that is far um, from you. Right. Um, as I go to start my car, my car wouldn't start. So. What? Um, and it was fine, like, so the bridal shower was fine, but I ended up spending the week outside of Tuesday, I ended up spending the week at home working remotely. Um, but I had a meeting that I was leading on Tuesday, so I had to be back for that, so Mom Dukes let me use a car, so I drove down to, to Columbus. Right? She's she so is much the most love. thorough person. She's so much love, dude. <laughs> like, no, here's... You, and she really needs to get the tip of the week. But hear how thorough my mother is. I was going to catch the bus Monday night. She drove me all the way down to the Greyhound downtown. I get there and realize because I don't have my car keys, I don't have my house key, nor do I have my keys for work, and I don't have my key to my spare key to my sister's house. So I literally could not get in anywhere. This is at 11 o'clock at night. I was supposed to get to Columbus at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm on the phone with my mother as she's driving back. And I tell her all this. She's like, I'm going to just come back and get you. And you can take my car in the morning. Wow. At 11 o'clock at night. I was like, why are you so thorough? Why are you so good to me? I just need to let <laughs> like, y'all know that where Courtney mom stays is nowhere near downtown <laughs> Cleveland. That's a hike. It's a 30-minute drive. So it's it not like, 30 minutes. <laughs> yes, it is. I feel like it's like 45 minutes to get from downtown Absolutely to Swinsburg. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's a 30-minute drive, which still is nothing to sneeze at. I don't like doing that here in Columbus. Well, that's, a, that's um, an hour round trip still. Right, exactly. So she came all the way back down at midnight, came and got me. I got on the road at 5 o'clock in the morning. Just to go to work, went home after work to pack a bag for the rest of the week and got back on the road that night. And I worked from home for the rest of the week. And when I tell you it was the most lovely thing that I've ever done work related because I was so productive, like nobody was distracting me. Nobody was knocking on my door at work. 
not a problem. I went back to work yesterday, and I was like, mm-mm, I can't do this. <laughs> this isn't the kind of environment I want to be in. I've seen another side of life. Yes. And, I mean, like, plus you were at home, around your family. That makes all of a difference, too. It does. It absolutely does. But I've noticed that. So, we we have, like, a flexible, you know, work working remotely policy. So, I could probably do that more often than I actually do. But that whole week, I said, oh, no. Oh, no. If I could find a permanent job where I really only have to be in the office one or two times a week, sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. So that has been my week. But my car is back. Ernie's in good shape. Good. (laughs) Came back Sunday. So, and yes, I named my car. So... (laughs) If you don't name your car, I low-key judge you. Or anything of, like, significant purchase, I always got to name something. You're right. I actually have not named my new laptop now that you say that. But anyway. I got a new plant. I'm a plant mom now. Oh, okay. um, and I um, I named my, my new baby. Her name is Lucille. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll send you a picture of her later. She's so cute. <laughs> I love it. Um, what's been going on with you this week, Kiana, or in the last week, I should say? What has been going on? Um, I have been working a lot, still working out, still active. Um, I had such a fun weekend in Nashville. I don't know what's happening in Nashville. Actually, I do know what's happening. God is answering prayers. (laughs) Amen. Whether I want them to be, um... Right now, or if I had wanted them to be a little bit later, he just dropping them all off real quick. Okay. But uh, I've been having so much fun in Nashville lately and being connected to some super dope people and having some really cool experiences. So I've been kicking it for real. Um, I think I can say, you know, we were talking about becoming more available and start and starting to date. Well, you said you were already like open to doing that or whatever, and I said I just wasn't ready yet um, mm-hmm. because I just. To be honest with y'all, I was a little scarred. I'm a little scared. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to jump in a double dutch game. You know, you sitting there, you like, you don't know yeah, when to jump yeah. in. You gotta know when your time is right. Yes, it's, it's so, all about the timing. It is. It's so crucial. So I think that now I've been open to dating. Um, so okay. this, I've been meeting people left and right, and that's not to say like I'm pursuing anybody i'm not i'm doing my own thing but that opportunity has come upon has has come in my lap quite a few times recently and so i really had to have some discussions with myself to see if i was really ready for that because i ain't trying to give up my um my personal time i've been having so much fun with me lately (laughs) i'm serious going and coming as i please not having to be like well you can't do this tonight because you got these plans no i want the plans that i set for myself Right. So, um, just trying to unravel that and really ease back into the dating life and seeing what that's like again, being a little bit more, just being a little, we can talk about that on a later episode, like what we're doing differently this time than the the last time. Yes. Because I like that. I, um, I took a hiatus for months. (laughs) I mean, good months. So it's been fun. I ain't been doing nothing. I've been having fun. That's what's up. That's what's up. I think I am currently in my shift. Okay. So we'll 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 talk we'll touch on that. But I am um actually something hit me today and I was like, you you know what? It's it's time to it's time to F it up, you know? <laughs> it's time to give the people what they want. Ooh, <laughs> like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just time. Like 
feel rejuvenated and whatnot. Bring up the crowd, please, child. Honey. <laughs> Honey. You should see me. I'm over here puffing my afro. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready on them court. Right. Corey about to, listen, y'all better. Courtney's over there getting red T. Not red D. Red, <laughs> red T. T. Honey. Yes. And if I you know like you. I know. You just better be ready to catch it. And you know I love to gas. You know I love to gas you up. So this is gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be super fun. My like, oh, girl, put that on. Do it. Go bold. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah. So y'all stay tuned for some of that. I might post about it. We'll see. Yes. I can't do that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. All right. So now that we've caught up. Um, Kiana is going to share the good word of the day. So this quote is from one of my favorite um, Instagram influencers. She is actually based out of Nashville. She lives in Nashville. Um, mm. You you would love her. You would really, really love her. I'm going to send you her profile. But um, her name is Happy Truths on Instagram or Kenya Raymer. And one of the quotes that she always uses is... Unsolicited advice is bad advice. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I feel her. <laughs> if I ain't ask That's... you, don't tell me. Right. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's not even like back up, but like if I didn't ask you, it's probably because I'm not ready to hear the advice either. So like don't come for me unless I send for you. <laughs> okay? Absolutely. Like I'm just not ready and I know that about myself. When I ask for the advice know that I'm really looking for something but until then <laughs> sit back sit back Park sit back, it. Sit back. <laughs> and there's that's a difference that's not the same as holding me accountable no so no no clear. it's not it's not <laughs> just so we're clear <laughs> okay so with that being said I'm trying to decide okay I guess we'll jump into the one from Miss Demetria first um, for those of you that follow and those of you that don't, uh, Demetria Lucas, what would you think? She, she's a blogger, she's an author, um, but she often posts about these questions that she gets in her inbox. And so today I thought this one was, uh, it gave us two layers. <laughs> Because sis really needed some advice and we're not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> we're not really sure she got what she was looking for when she hit up Demetria, who always, always serves it to the people. I can't say that I always agree, but she gives it to them straight. Yes, she does. No chaser. No chaser. And that's how I like it sometimes. <laughs> so. I, I had some rum last Friday, some cruising rum, and um, I needed a chaser for that. So, <laughs> girl, I would too. <laughs> I'm having some flashbacks. Anyway, so this young lady came into Demetria's inbox and said that she was getting serious with a guy for three weeks on the phone. Um, he wanted her to come to to come to Cali with him for a conference and he's paying for the hotel dinners tickets etc all of that for four days and she would just have to pay for her flight now her best friend says to her that she was being thirsty and that he should pay for that and she didn't understand why this was being thirsty why friend why friend call her thirsty though like that's like you her best friend i wish 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm just saying, like, Courtney, if I know that I'm teetering, let's say I go to you like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. And you, I mean, you're going to call me thirsty? I have a good example. Like, I won't give the full details, but you'll know what I'm talking about. So, like, there was a time where... I wanted to do something and Kiana knew I wanted to do it. And so I asked her about it and she was like, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) And it was, I'm not going to lie to y'all. It was a little extra. And yes, it related to uh, a guy. Um, It was a little extra and Kiana just texted me back and I could tell she was low key bothered. She was like, you know, you want to do it. So just do it. (laughs) like just go and it was no conversation about being thirsty it was like sis do whatever it is that you want to do because you know you want to like and why why stop yourself from that like you were gonna do it regardless you know that's the thing because (laughs) and it's not so much like i'm not gonna tell courtney like no this is a bad idea i don't i don't ever have a problem telling her like hey i don't i think this is detrimental to you but there's certain situations where i'm just like you grown you can handle it obviously you're asking me because you've assessed both sides and you just want your sides (laughs) to be right (laughs) exactly you will deal with the repercussions and we're not perfect like sometimes you gotta bump your head a little bit either you either you gonna sink or swim and, and I you, swam. Yes, honey. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> from from one end to Lake Erie to the other, you see <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> yes, you did. I sure did. I sure did. So, um, I, but I would never, I think calling some, calling your friend corn or thirsty, sorry, calling your friend thirsty it's like, it's putting them down in a way. It's kind of like, like, it's almost judgmental. Like, why are you being thirsty? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it depends on the situation. And, like, I would say the feelings are mutual. Like, I would never tell Kiana, like, don't do this. As a matter of fact, I have You have started done several times, like, are you right. sure you want to do this? <laughs> right. And I've started plenty of my responses off. Now, keep in mind, this was after <laughs> Kiana asked for the advice. I did not say it prior to. Um, and I've said, like, I like I really don't have a response because I know you're going to do what you want to do anyway. You Same thing like Kiana said, like, you're just looking for me to confirm it. You know what I mean? But I do think it depends on the situation where it's just like, if my homegirl was being a little too extra, and but I also, like, I think it's a fine line between, like, pushing my beliefs or how I am about certain things onto my friends. Like if that's not how they are, you know, whatever works for them works for them. But like there have been some situations where I might be like, okay, well girl, you don't want to come off that thirsty. You know what I mean? Right. As opposed to like, if you want to hop on a plane and go on a four day trip with this guy, like again, you've already made up your mind that this is what you want to do. But in how you carry yourself, I think it's just a slight difference of just being like, okay, girl, don't give him all, <laughs> don't give it all to him just yet, unless you want to. <laughs> like, there's, unless there's a way to do it, like you said, like I, you can, we can have those constructive conversations if needed. But I don't ever think that you're demeaning me in any way. Right. That's <clears> where <throat> I'm thinking, like, dad, like, is thirsty. Honestly, there's no positive connotation to thirsty unless you really it's are not, parched. Right. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yes, it has a negative connotation to it. So, like, don't don't pull your girl down trying to pull her back up. Right. 
like you said, there's a there's definitely a way to do it. Now, getting back to this post because we went off on a little bit of a tangent, but that's what we do. I want to know Kiana because I want to get to the point about her saying she's getting serious with this guy for three weeks on the phone. <laughs> what is the marker of? getting serious of like when you know you're getting serious with someone is three weeks too soon is it does it just depend on any and everybody in their own situation is three weeks long enough what do you think honestly i think that this is very very subjective um I think I think everybody wants to say like three weeks is too soon but there's people who've met and have long-standing relationships after getting serious in three weeks you know what i'm saying like i think it depends on that person your intention and i i really do think it's a gut feeling like i feel have you watched love is no when you keep asking every episode i know um, but i think it's a gut feeling i think that when you connect with somebody initially I don't think there's a time frame written on that. I do think that there's a time frame to understanding how what level y'all are in your relationship. But you getting serious with somebody, I don't think it's a a time frame of that. I think that comes with like unveiling different parts of you. Um, I think those are two different things. I think you, okay. I think you can be serious with somebody in two weeks. Like you can date somebody and be like, you know, this is I want to make this exclusive. You know what I'm saying? I think that that that. It's fine, but I think mm -hmm. that you getting to know somebody and knowing the depths of who they are, now that's going to take time. But I think that we like to put these time... You know how people like put these time labels on things like, oh, I got to be married by the time I'm 30. I got to fall in love in six months and get engaged and, and it has to last a year. Like, those are all man-made timetables. And I do think that... Right. It's, I think that it's possible, um, but you do have to be very, very careful. I think that at that point, you have to be very in tune with yourself. You have to be very... This person has to be very in tune with themselves. And I think that that's a gut feeling that you have if you want to be serious with somebody after three weeks. It's a possibility, but um, it's just not something you hear about all the time because other timetables are promoted more frequently than that one. So let's add on the layer of on the phone. <laughs> I I feel like she is alluding to the fact that they have not met in person. So that's the thing. So that's, that's all I was going to say. So we're just assuming that, like, how did they meet initially? They probably did meet in person. We don't know that. Not necessarily probably. Because these days, with all of these dating sites, they could they could just be talking on the phone for the last three weeks. They could, they could, and that's a little um, that's different for me, because <laughs> that's when my personal bias comes in. I'm just not comfortable meeting people online. You know what I'm saying? Like I would right. after three weeks, you want me to go out somewhere for four days, and at that time, at that point in time, like it's great that you have your own hotel room, but I'm gonna need my own. <laughs> because right. I'm not staying with you but that's that's in that scenario but I think if they have met each other and you feel that way I think it just depends on how comfortable you are it's a risk to it though like you can't as a woman that's very risky yes. that's very very risky like your safety <laughs> your emotional um, stability all of that stuff because if you you have to think about where you are in three weeks like if you met somebody and you're completely content with being with you I think that feels a lot different than feeling like I gotta have a man and I meet somebody right. and I click with him. 
Right. And and to your point, we don't know the backstory. So this this young lady could have all of that where it's just like she has spent some months or even a year or so like focused on self and she could be very in tune with herself and know exactly what it is that she wants. And so her gut is telling her like, you know, we are getting serious, so on and so forth. Now, I don't imagine <clears throat> someone who wrote in for advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um <laughs> Because to me, that's that's a small thing to question this early on if you were that in tune with yourself. Because for me, that would I would say no. Like, if if we are getting serious and we did want to see each other, like we would make time outside of a vacation to do that and at least meet each other first. If if this is the scenario of we have not met yet. Um, we need to go on a date first. Like, I need to see you in person type of thing. I need to know that I'm not getting catfished. I need to know that um, you're not a serial killer. Like, (laughs) we got some hoops to go through first. Though I enjoy your time and our conversations over the phone, I still don't know you well enough to say, I'm going to hop on a plane, a plane ticket to go someplace that is not home and possibly not be surrounded by, you know, people that I know. (laughs) To come on this trip with you. And that you claim that you're paying for. We know that you're not. So that was the <laughs> kicker. Um, Courtney, do you got that post? The post pulled up? Hold on. Because that was so yes, I funny. Did. When she was talking about um, it being expense for his job. Because I mean, oh, yes. those are facts. And I was like, that's. I was like, dang, she didn't have to say it. But I was like, but that is that is true. If it's a work trip, you really aren't paying for anything. Yes. <laughs> So I'll I will let you all know what Demetria responded. Um <laughs> her bottom line was um one, technically he should pay for the flight. Two, <laughs> she says stay your ass home. <laughs> she says, quote unquote, getting serious and quote unquote three weeks don't go together. You're looking for a boyfriend. What you're flying out for is fun. Which I also think to be uh, true. She said that fun involves copious amounts of food and effing. Um, Because again, after getting serious with someone for three weeks and then flying out to meet them and and have a trip with them, like, and sharing a room with them, I feel like there's an expectation that something will happen. (laughs) Like, Demetria is keeping it all the way 100 she um she went on to say, which Kiana and I agree with, is depending on what he does, especially if he's claiming it's for work. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just had a couple things run through my mind. But especially if he's claiming it's for work, like, he's not paying for any of this. Like, this is all expenses paid. Like, I know I would do that. And my mother used to do that. Like, if she had to travel for work. Oh, me and my sister would go with her because it's a room already paid for. <laughs> like, you just right. his plus one, boo. So he's not coming out of the pocket for anything. So the least he could do, I guess, is come out of the pocket for that flight. Um, <clears throat> so don't be fooled there, sweetie. After 
Demetria gives her this advice. She responds to her, you know, just saying, like, don't do it. Three weeks isn't serious. Um, oh, I wanted to say something yes. real quick before we move to the next part because Demetria went in on seven different um, areas. But um, I, I think that if you if you if you're going to call a relationship serious or that is getting serious, I think one of the most critical things you can do is set serious or healthy boundaries to pursue this serious relationship. And it didn't look like she had done that. Right. <laughs> So, again, it didn't because she wouldn't be asking these questions. <laughs> like, if those yes. boundaries had already been set, I don't think you would have been writing into Demetria. Like, <laughs> you just wouldn't have. Um, so, anyway, Demetria gives her response, gives her advice, and the girl low-key claps back. No, <laughs> <laughs> She was she was, Listen, she was not happy with the responses that she was getting on several occasions, not one, several occasions. And before we get to this clap back, I would also be curious to know. Mm, I think it's all different for guys, so never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say I would be curious to know, like, if a guy would say three weeks is not enough time to be serious, like, no matter what situation it's in. Um and sometimes, like, I do believe in those situations. Like, you know, we've read the stories where people are like, from the time I knew her, I was like, mm, I met my wife. But I'm sure. Have you ever had an instant connection with somebody that you felt like you were going to be serious with? Have you ever felt that before? Sorry. Mm, just to... Yeah. Dad, Kiana. Hold on. Let me sip this wine. Now, ask me that again <laughs> and slow down. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like an instant connection with somebody? And not saying like, hey, we're serious. But to say, like, hey, I have strong, I don't know what it is, but, like, I'm gravitating towards you. And that the potential is there for this to be serious. Has that ever happened to you before? Really? On multiple occasions or just once? Um, twice. Twice. Uh, one was more, actually, both were more gradual, like... There was, like, how can I explain it? Like, there was an instant, like, connection of, I think this person and I are going to vibe well, period. It doesn't even necessarily have to be romantically. You know what I'm saying? But, like, this is, this is something that I could, this is someone that I could see myself being attached to for some time. Um, And so that definitely happened. And it did get serious. Um, to some to some degree. The other one, it was probably a little bit more like I thought it might be there, but it was still very questionable. You know what I mean? Have you ever had that? Okay. It was just like <laughs> <laughs> Like I know we're digging each other here, or I definitely know you're digging me and I'm digging you but I'm questioning some things still. So I don't want to hop into it, whether it be for fear of it getting serious and being hurt or, you know, I just need to take my time to get to know you a little bit more type of thing. But yes, I have been in those situations where, yeah. How about you? Okay. (laughs) Uh, You're going to answer. 
Great. Um, I figured you you always turn it around on me. You just can't let the show no. just no. you just can't stand in the spotlight. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I've had that happen, which is funny. Uh, twice. Mm. Um, mm, sorry. <laughs> one person you know. Oh, just one. Pre kindergarten. Pre kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, anyway, pre-kindergarten. And, um, <laughs> this is not when this happened. Was This didn't happen in pre-K. Courtney knows right. what I'm talking about. Right, it did not happen prior to kindergarten. Um... But I think I was very skeptical too. So I think that it was it was a fi- it was like a feeling of a connection, but there was something there was something that was missing and I wasn't quite sure what it was, but I was just so captivated captivated by the allure of it all that I just pursued it anyway. Now, looking back at it, there was some that feeling was absolutely <laughs> what I should have paid attention to. <laughs> um <clears throat> And then secondly, is the most recent person I dated. I felt so comfortable with this person um, initially that I wish I would have taken more time to get to know them as a person. I think that would have helped me uh, moving forward in our situation. But um, that's probably the most comfortable I've ever felt with, honestly, like a total stranger. Mm -hmm. But none of these worked out. And that's not to say that somebody else is won't, but none of those have worked out in my mm-hmm. favor. It's funny you say that. You um, brought me to another point because in the situation where, like, I was hesitant, it was because I had already spent, like, I'd already spent a few years um, being single and getting very in tune with myself, like, intentionally being single. So I was hesitant because I was very aware of myself and very aware of what I wanted. And I could recognize where that person was and we weren't in the same place. Now, as much as that attraction was there and that care was there, I knew from jump we weren't in the same place. And so kind of like you, um, and it took me some time to get there. So it wasn't just like, I know we're not in the same place, but I'm going to do this anyway and jump right into it. No, it it took quite a bit of time. Um, but I still should have listened to that instinct because even after that time, it was like, okay, I still chose to to do it and explore it even more, even though the, I like I was well aware that the timing just wasn't right because we were in two different places. And I completely understood that. Um, <clears throat> but sometimes we... But I think that speaks to homegirl situation too. It's kind of like she's saying that they're serious. You know what I'm saying? And obviously if... He's serious about somebody. I think that he will pursue the relationship in a different mm-hmm. way, especially exactly. after three weeks. And so I think that she's trying. They're not. They're not. They're expecting two different right. things. And I feel like you know. What I I'm feel saying? like she's also fearing that, like the undertone of it is. I don't want to make any assumptions, but because we've been there, like I feel like she's fearing that if she doesn't do this then he won't continue to be as responsive and won't continue to be as engaged. And it's just like, if, like you said, if he is that serious and you are, are getting to that point, then whether you go on this trip or not, he will still be around because he's still going to pursue what he wants. And if he doesn't, then that says something. I feel like, and so whether you classify it as serious or not, or you can get serious in three weeks, um, I feel like your instincts if it's telling you, like, maybe I should hold off, hold off and see what happens. Like, and if it doesn't work out, then 
it wasn't supposed to. But if it does and he's still pursuing you, then that says something too. And he will, he would continue to wait, especially after three weeks. Now we talking five years and y'all ain't never been on a vacation. <laughs> Something's going on. I think that right now, especially everybody seeing people do what people do in relationships, like trips and stuff like that, like you can have, and and that was really hard for me to understand too. Like you can have one thing without the other. Like you can sleep with somebody and not want a relationship mm-hmm. with them. You can be in love with somebody and not be monogamous. You can take somebody on a trip and them not be serious with mm-hmm. you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times people try to, make those things mutually exclusive exactly. and they're not. And because it could be the complete opposite. You could be doing none of those things and that person loves you dearly and cares for you dearly oh, and absolutely. sees you well. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> the definitions, I'm sorry, I keep clearing my throat y'all. Hopefully this wine will help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my thoughts so we're just going to skim over that point is just that like you really just can't like you have to define it for yourself and by defining it not necessarily putting words to it but the experience to it like each each person's experience is different and whatever that looks like for you you have to let that be what it is something that I used to say to Keon all the time is just like when it's good let it be good you know <clears throat> And call it a day. I'm gonna say douche word. I think that's why people you gotta you gotta stay off the maps. Oh my <laughs> you gotta Lord. stay off the maps. It's so easy to compare and contrast and feel like you gotta be at a certain level to do this and post this to mean like you get confirmation. So if everybody like it, then that means oh it's for show serious. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like let it go. And you the the whole thing is like life existed beyond social media and it still does. Like you create your own life, you create your own path. Your own decisions, all of those things. And I think that even her reaching out to Demetria, like, that's your personal decision. And you can make this whatever it is that you want to be, whether you want it to be unhealthy, healthy, an accident, whatever it is. But that's your decision. It's not up to anybody else but you. Yeah. No, that's accurate. I agree with staying off the maps because I find that um, when I do what is what instinctively feels good to me, everything will come. Like, yes. Like, and for me alone, not between me and God, and that's it. Like, do I have my morals that come along with it? But I feel like that's what guides me and what instinctively feels good. And if it doesn't, if it has to be forced, or if I have to, if I find myself overanalyzing it, something's a little off and so I even do that like even when I'm posting stuff if I if I start to think about it too much I'm like Courtney you really ain't saying shit and so I end up deleting the post like we're not even gonna do that yeah. like why are you posting this and I mean and especially with what we do with the show it's just like I could and probably should post more you know what I'm saying but that's just not who I am so if it doesn't if it doesn't feel right and doesn't come natural to me and if it doesn't naturally feel good, I'm not doing it. But when it does, it's it's like ten times better. And I feel like people feel that and they they navigate towards that. <clears throat> so You know, one of my friends said something and then we we can move on, but I thought it was so good. And he said, he was like, you know, ask, talk to your friends about what happened with you and whatever decisions you made afterwards so that you know that you made the best decision for yourself. Nobody impaired that. Nobody had, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
that wasn't impacted on anybody else's standards. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. you. But you can talk to them afterwards because you've already made the best decision exactly. for you. Exactly. Oh, I found myself in one of those moments. Okay, and for real, after this, we can move on. But that was like, <laughs> oh, it was like one of my biggest lessons of 2017. Like, true, not 2017, 2018. Truly one of my biggest lessons. Um, talking to one of my really good friends and I was seeking... Um, I was seeking her out for some advice, solicited advice, and and we just operate differently. And so yeah. her response was not, it wasn't, we both wanted the same end result and, and agreed like on the end result that I wanted for myself in that particular situation, but how we got there was a little different. And so I found myself taking the advice of how she would handle that situation and it 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 did not feel good afterwards. And so I took that advice and, yeah. and it just wasn't like like I almost instantly I didn't almost I didn't necessarily regret it, but it was like an instant lesson. I was like, Courtney, not everybody moves like you do. And not everybody's gonna understand how you move. And not everybody is going to agree with how you move, but how you move is for you. Um and it attracts exactly what you need and it attracts the results that you want. And that God has for me. So I can't move like everybody else either. And so that was like a huge, and not that I didn't know that already, but to see it play out that way. And I was just like, you knew you had no business. Like, well, while it was well-intended advice, it wasn't the advice that I needed. It wasn't the move that I needed to make. And it was just like, mm, we won't do that again. And we probably actually won't. <laughs> like discuss the situation with that person again because we just move different in these instances. And that's okay. Right, and that's okay. That is absolutely fine. We're all different and that's that's how it's supposed to be. Okay. So the last bit to this is after the young lady Oh wait, there's still yes, more. Yes. <laughs> Cuz we didn't finish it based on the unsolicited Goodness. advice. Young lady low-key clapped back at Demetria and told her that she resented her answer. Um, and she, fe- she felt like Demetria <laughs> played her like a child who doesn't know when a man is serious about her. And I think Demetria clapped back again and was like, it's three weeks. You don't know him. He doesn't know you. Everyone is great for the first three weeks. The point about this is the whole unsolicited advice thing. Demetria's point was like, Sis, you came into my DMs with this. (laughs) Like, you asked me this and I gave you an answer. So, Kiana, have you ever been in those situations where you felt like (laughs) you gave somebody some advice after they asked for it and they were just like, or have you ever been the one who has asked for advice and just was not pleased with the response that you got and and low-key was just like, clap back, like, well, I don't like it. <laughs> you judging me. Both. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever um, taken it to the extent where I clap back at a friend or anybody that I've asked advice from. I think at that point, I just, like, make a mental note and be like, cool, I ain't doing it. But um, <laughs> I think I don't I, – because how am I going to get mad because you gave – I asked for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because I didn't like the response means means that I didn't like it, and I, and I don't have to take it. You know, you I like I said, not like I said, but um, what's the saying? Like 
eat the fish, spit out the bones. Like, you don't got to take in everything right, that somebody right. says. You can pick out what's good for you and, you know, put aside whatever it is that you don't like. Um, but that is funny to clap back at somebody um, because you don't like what they said to you. What was the first part? First part of what? You said, how oh. has that happened to me? It's either or. Well, I had asked if you have ever given someone advice and they resented the advice you gave or someone gave you advice. Now, that's always funny to me, personally. Because I've, I've, I've had friends that be like, well... Because at that point, I think is when people start to make excuses for their situation or excuses for another person mm-hmm. that you're asking advice on, pretty much. And so, at that point, I'm going to just let you ride with whatever you think is best because you didn't call for my advice. You called to argue your point with somebody. <laughs> right. And... I ain't that person. Like, I don't know you. I don't know that particular person. I don't know y'all's situation. And so, and I really am trying to be better about giving people advice. Like, if I don't know you and I don't know that other person, that's not my mm-hmm. place. You know, if, if you need counsel, seek Jesus. That's the first right. person you need to be asking in the first place. But I, I don't want to give anybody. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, I can't foresee anything that's going to happen. I don't want you to put that much power in my hands like I shouldn't have that mm-hmm. and I don't want it and and I know we've had those conversations too whether you've asked me for advice or I've asked you for advice and I've just been like I mean I can say this based off of me knowing you it doesn't sound like that this yes. is really what you want um but you talk to your best friend about it <laughs> you know what I mean like have you talked right. to a girl about it or have you prayed about it like that's that's the most I can do because um, and I can say that on both ends, like, mm, and I, I love when my friends check me where it's just like, and not check me and it doesn't have to be harsh, but like bringing me back to center, the ones that really know me, bringing me back to center, not calling you right, thirsty. not calling me thirsty, but saying like, according to, I mean, and I'm talking to friends that truly know me over the last 10 years or so, um, like, Courtney, that doesn't really sound like you, so I don't think that's really what it is. But you you take that and you make, you know, the best decision for you. Like, I'm not telling you what to do, but I just know that doesn't sound like you. It doesn't sound like that's from the Courtney that I know. I don't think you would really want that. And just leaving it at that. They'd be like, dang, you're right. You need those you people. You do. But to any time that I've been in that situation where I may have resented somebody's advice, um, I think I've put myself in that situation because oftentimes it's people that really don't know me. So I'm asking the wrong people. (laughs) So. Right. And not not the wrong people as in they're not good people and that they don't want the best for me, but. I may be better off going to someone else who is a little bit more familiar with me in that particular situation, a little bit more familiar with me and how I operate, whether it be my work ethic. Like I have friends that I reach out to about work or mentors that I reach out to about work because I know that they would understand because they've been in that, you know, dynamic. Then I have friends that I will reach out to about relationships or business, whatever the case may be. Those are not always the same friends. And I have slipped up where I've asked one person about my board work who might be my go-to friend about relationship. She don't know nothing about my board work. <laughs> like She doesn't right. know. Um, so, and that, that's not necessarily always the case. And that's not to say that just because they are my relationship friend that they can't talk about 
my experience as a board member, like that's still a part of me, but sometimes it doesn't always equate. So you go into the wrong friend with the right thing. So advice is a tricky thing. And again, it I is. have to reiterate advice and accountability are not the same things. I'm all here for accountability. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Um, alrighty, moving on. At first, I didn't want to talk about this, but, um, as I kind of briefed Kiana on it, she was like, no, we can definitely get into this. As you have known, in the last week or so, last two weeks now, um, Slim Thug made some comments about Sierra and Russell Wilson pretty much stating that um, he wasn't really calling her a gold digger. If you saw the video, I guess he was on a radio show or something. And, <coughs> excuse me. And he, um, did I say Slim Thug? Yes, I said Slim Thug. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, because I don't be knowing rappers' names, what they're doing, like the names of their songs. I don't know any of it. Um, but essentially... He said that Sierra was with Russell Wilson for financial stability. Again, not really calling her a gold digger because he did say that she has her own. But he doesn't believe that you can go from someone like Future or the quote-unquote bad guy to someone like Russell Wilson. He then proceeded to say that Russell was corny. (laughs) And y'all know we have talked about corny dudes on the show before. And at least for myself, the definition of corny is not like your typical definition of corny. Like your actions can be corny. It's not necessarily about who you are as a person. But at least to me, it can be about your, you can have corny actions as well. But, you know, the general connotation of corny. He, I felt like he was trying to play uh, Russell Wilson a little bit. And so did Sierra. But before we get into Sierra's clapback, which I absolutely loved, um, <laughs> let's get into this foolishness. And I'm calling it foolishness. I have not <laughs> consulted Keanu on this. But let's get into this foolishness about once you date a, a, a quote-unquote bad guy that you can't date a good guy which I'm like even having a hard time separating because a hood guy could be a good guy you know (laughs) right like just because I date let's say I was dating a dude on Wall Street that doesn't mean he can't beat me (laughs) you know (laughs) right so let's get into that a little bit about Slim Thug's statement about once a woman dates a, a bad guy, like, you can't go any other way. What what are your... Because you started to go in a little bit before we started recording. I think that's a very foolish statement to make, first off. One is because I hope that with every partner that you date afterwards, it increasingly gets better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that... And I think that 
what you call a cool dude or a corny dude or somebody that you may be attracted to once you're 18, it looks totally different when you're 28. It looks yep. totally different when you're 38. And so I just think that's, that speaks to like a very stagnant mind state. Like to say that I only like this kind of guy and this obviously this obviously didn't work out, so I'm going to stick to that kind of guy. I think that's foolish. And I think that that's foolish to try to insinuate that that's something that somebody should do. Like, you have to stick to one kind of person. There's so many different people out here. And I think that's one thing that um, that just blows my mind is that people are so stuck on one kind of person or one particular person when there's billions of other people. I don't know who told y'all that Cleveland was y'all only playground or that um, mm-hmm. D.C. was your only playground or L.A. or New York. This whole world is yours. Is yours, and so I just think that that speaks to him being very um, close-minded, for one. Mm-hmm. And then two, I think the point that you brought up was 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 very interesting. Like you can be a hood dude and be a great dude, a phenomenal right. dude, and you can be a quote-unquote good guy because I just think that's so relative. Like, what's a good guy? Right. Because every good guy falls short, too. Every good girl falls short, too. And so I just think that you saying, like, he's this, he said he was cookie cutter. Like, uh, he said he was a square. That's what he said. He said yeah, he was a square. Yeah. But who was to say, like, I've, I've gone from different types of guys and have dated squares, and they all can do you wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all can do you wrong. So it doesn't speak I think you have to understand, like, you have to speak about people's character rather than what you think that they are based on their outward appearance or what they've attributed to their street cred in their life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just I just think that that was super, super closed minded. I'm just like, you ain't upgraded your girls. Like, if I hope you're not still dating the same chick she was dating when you was 18 or when you was 21 or when you was 29. Like, it should get it should always get better. I've never left a situation that hasn't gotten better. I I don't have much to add to that. And I really agree with the point of like Every situation should be better. Like, just like every move I make with my career, it should be another step. You know what I'm saying? And I would hope that in relationships, I will be doing the same thing. Like, okay, I learned from this last situation. It didn't work out. There were some really great things in that relationship. Um, but I want to take the the great things over to the next one and make it even better. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I wouldn't want to go back to to old ways. Like, why would you do that? And I I want to say like this is one of the points that I was trying to make during the live show weekend that I probably really didn't have an opportunity to get to. Um, the fact that but, you can remember that though, I know, and and I could be making this up. <laughs> <laughs> of when it took place or me wanting to say that but just those conversations around it was live show weekend because the conversations around like um black women being what's what's the word i can't remember what it was maybe not combative but like all up in your face loud and all you Ooh. know stuff like that Ooh. I know why you remember it. <laughs> yes. I was like, it's coming back to me. It took me a minute. But, you know, just black women being one type of way. And I'm like, if those are the things that you don't like, but you continue to get, 
the common denominator is you, so you're not changing something up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and and not necessarily necessarily you coming or you not changing something up, but, like, you haven't changed up who you're dating or the type of woman you're dating. So, if you keep getting that loud, combative, and hear me when I say that there is nothing wrong with that woman, but if you have realized that that is not the woman that you want or you like, Let's reevaluate the woman that you're dating and your part in that. Like, so if that's not what you want, step it up. Go on to the next thing. You're going to have to try something different. Um, Because we're not all the same. We're not. And just because I can get loud does not mean that that's a problem either. But you're going to have to switch it up. You're going to have to switch it up. So whether you're, and that's probably something that see, like, not probably, that's clearly something that Sierra did. She might have taken some time for herself and said, look, I have a track record of dating this type of guy. That is not what I want for my life. I have now found myself in a situation um, where I have a child and I want better. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. She sat back and probably reevaluated some things and said, you know what? This is what I've always wanted for my life. And that's what I'm going to get. And if Russell Russell Wilson has all of that, does that make him corny? No, that makes him the guy for her. Like she found it. (laughs) She did the work and found it. She stepped outside of the box. For for sure. And it worked out tremendously for her (laughs) right um but the one thing that really stuck out in my mind too was just like whether he's gone about life in a different way than you have why you hating right two that's your brother whether he corny or not that's i i and i used to have an issue with this too and i'm gonna be honest with you and it's just like it 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 would blow my mind that certain people would be with certain uh, with certain people. If that makes sense, like oh, that person's with that person, or that girl got that dude, and it's it's somebody out there for everybody. Mm, Just because mm-hmm. you disqual like who are you to disqualify somebody or say that they're not worthy of love, and where they get it from? Who mm-hmm. are you to do that? And so I just think that one. Like Slim Thug, we got some issues with how you view other men and what that looks like to you and how you feel that's a personal attack on you because he ain't saying nothing about you. And then right. two, um, you, I just don't, that's that's just assuming because a certain person ha- looks a certain kind of way or acts a certain kind of way, they don't deserve love. And everybody deserves love, no matter how they look, where they come from, what they're doing. It all looks different. And let's be clear, just because a man throws on a suit doesn't mean he can't rock with the best of them. Like, <coughs> Jay-Z wears suits. <laughs> we know where that man came from. You know I what I'm saying? I think it's like, something so powerful. The thing about this is that I think that um, the way that our society looks at manhood is almost like, I got to be the leader. I have to do this. <laughs> I'm the most authoritative. I'm, I'm the one that you see in the forefront. And I don't think that's always what you see with Russell Wilson, but I think there's power. I think there's power in letting your woman, elevating your woman. And I think that takes more strength than to stand up and be like, I'm the man. I run this and I do this. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, sometimes you don't have to command respect. You can be silent and you, she know that that's her man. 
And that's that was my point about Jay-Z. Like, lest we forget, Jay-Z is the hood dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just because... I guess I'm just like the changes that he has made. Does that make Jay-Z corny now? You know what I'm saying? Like, and how he lets his girl shine and he, he suits up. He's a businessman. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? What's, what's the difference? What's the difference? And I'm not saying I don't, I don't know Russell Wilson's uh, background like that or anything. But I guess my point is, is like, we come in so many layers. There's so much to us. There's not just this Absolutely. one frame of a black man um, or a black woman. And just because you are from the hood or a hood, look to be as a hood dude or a hood rapper, or even if you're not a rapper and, uh, and a ball player, like, that don't that doesn't mean you didn't come from the streets. That doesn't mean you can't buck with the rest of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just confused about that piece. You And he did say, Slim Thug said, you know, like, I don't have any problem with him. He just thinks he's corny, cookie cutter, you know, straight lace type of thing. And which is a big difference in how he presents himself. If you look at the prior relationship that, that Sierra was in. But again, like, you can't play this man because you really don't know him. And you also really don't know Future. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, let me not let me not say that. I don't know how well of friends that Slim Thug and Future are, but I also don't <laughs> like it's Slim Thug. Right. This was the first time I heard Slim Thug's name in about ten years. So, like, that's all relative. At this relative point, you should well. be going by his government name. <laughs> right. What's his name? Daryl. <laughs> Bradley. Not Bradley. <laughs> like. Come on. So to even feel comfortable to speak your piece on that, on somebody else's relationship, and he did also say, like, he probably shouldn't have called out Sierra specifically. But he did. But he did, and he also stood by the fact that, or by his statement of just not feeling like you can switch it up and that it was all about financial stability. And it's hard for me to understand that when in the same breath he said he wasn't calling her a gold digger because she has her own. So, like, why is it about financial stability if I'm already good? Like, how'd that work? It doesn't. But, <laughs> but that's yeah, just me. I just, I just think it's so easy to judge somebody like, oh, they're a good couple because they look like this on perception-wise. Like, you perceive it to be this way. You think that people look like they're a certain fit because of the pictures that they show, the articles that they do, the posts that they make, whatever. But I think that that's attacking this woman's relationship. You don't know mm -hmm. how he adds to her life. You don't know how he adds to her son's life. You don't know how he adds to their new child's life. I think she has, she has a daughter now with him. Mm -hmm. Um... You don't know what this man is contributing. And if this man is contributing something to her and her family in a positive way, how is that corny? Right. And just let that be that. Like, mind your business and let that be that. Like, that's that's a come up. If she wasn't getting treated well in her last relationship, I don't know what happened between them. But obviously, she's doing way better now. She's doing well now. She's happy now. That's not corny. Mm -mm. That's progress. And you mm -hmm. should be progressing with your partner. And your partner should be leveling you up. It's, it's, and vice I, versa. 
I also just like it just baffles me in terms of and maybe this is like I'm getting too hung up on him calling out Russell Wilson and Sierra, but like but I don't see you saying that about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And you very well could be like there are like celebrities do it all the time. Celebrities do it all the time. Black China being with Rob Kardashian, like, but you don't say nothing about that. Like why and 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 that relationship actually failed. You, you know what I'm saying? Why call out a happy home? They minding their business, living, progressing, like because they're changing the narrative. And and just leave it at that. Let them do that. Let them let them do that and you mind your business, but yet you letting other people out here live. And like if that were the case, I feel like celebrities <laughs> are constantly doing that, like dating other celebrities. Like you rarely hear about I mean, we know that they're out there that, you know, the celebrities that are dating their high school sweethearts or college sweethearts or the regular guy or girl, but mm mm. Like, come on now. Let that go. I think he's corny for calling them corny. <laughs> so. Yes, because corny is the action, not something that you constantly are being. Right. So, there's that. All right. Well, you have anything else to add on that topic? No, I hope we put Slim Thug back to wherever he been. Right. Where he from? Houston? I don't know. I just assumed he was. I think so. Stay there. Um... Okay, so we are going to wrap up and move on to uh, tips of the week. Who is your tip this week? Oh, dang it. Well, I have two tips this week. Okay. Um, my first tip is going to go to one of my homies who I went to OU with. His name is Rashawn Brown. He actually created um, an app called D9 Emojis. It is now available on iTunes. So for all our Greek listeners, if you're looking he for emojis, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. he's a, yep, he's a part of the love chapter. <laughs> okay. Yep. So he has D9 emojis. So if anybody, well, every Greek, every person who has family that are Greek affiliated, you want to use the emojis. Um, to represent your Greek organization, all of the Divine Nine now have emojis available on iTunes. So that's a major move for him. Shout out to the podcast. Yes. So I want to give him chapter. a 50% tip because that was just, he saw he saw an opportunity and he, and he jumped on it. So that's really dope. Um, my second tip is going to go out to who I like to call a hometown hero. I'm going to give him a 100% tip. LeBron James himself for opening up mm-hmm. the I Promise School. Um, I don't know if I've shared this with you all. I, I work in education, so education is very near and dear to my heart. But what LeBron did was... Um, it's, it's almost like tear-jerking. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. almost tear-jerking. So, if you guys don't know, LeBron opened up a school in Akron. Right now, it serves, I think, third and fourth graders or second and third graders. It's a, young, it's a younger um, grade level. It's but, third and fourth, yeah. Okay, so third and fourth. And then, um, in a few years, it will expand all the way up until their senior year. Um, it's free tuition for all students. For go back, it's an Akron public school. <laughs> right. It's an Akron public school. So if LeBron should want to walk away or do anything that didn't have anything to do with this school, this this school belongs to Akron. And um, I think that's everything for me. Um, 
so the school is free of tuition. Um, anybody who lives outside of a two-mile radius gets free transportation to school. Um, the students, LeBron has, his bike has such an impact on him coming and going from school. Every student has a free bike alongside a helmet. I don't know how many cool kids can wear the helmets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they give job placement for, um, parents. They also get GED or high school completion for parents. There's a pantry for families. Every student who graduates from this school tuition is paid for at the University of Akron. It's just such admirable work. And I just think that um, I'm so thankful that we have somebody who sees a need in Northeast Ohio and didn't abandon that need and came back and really put his money where his mouth was. And I, I really commend LeBron for that. Because he was going to be one of my tips, too. So I want to add to that. I also give him a 100% tip because, like, one, he didn't have to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I'll be looking at things sideways sometimes, like, well, this man is making $258 million. But that's still his money. <laughs> and, so exactly. he did not, and so he did not have to. Um that's one. Two, he is also, which I absolutely love, he is uh, set to produce a series on sports and politics called Shut Up and Dribble. Yeah. Which is the ultimate clap back to the reporter who was telling him to shut up and dribble. I think he did the one of those uh, car rides with, I can't remember, the other athlete. Um, and they were talking about something in politics and... Of course, news got wind of it, and she was just like a white woman. Of course, um, was just like shut up and dribble. And so, I love how oftentimes, like LeBron, does not have to say anything at all but act. His actions say everything. And this is coming from someone who was like bitter when LeBron left the first time. <laughs> okay, I, like, I was. I'm, I, I'll be I, the first to admit that. <laughs> I do not, not want him to win any rings in Miami. Like, bitter. Um, but I completely get it. I have since grown, as we all should have. Um, but, yes, just shout out to LeBron for doing and making those moves and giving back to – because as much as he reps – Cleveland and supports Cleveland like there is there is a still a difference between Cleveland and Akron and he always continues to rep his hometown you know what I'm saying and put on for his hometown because he could have put a school in Cleveland and that's not to say that he won't but he put it where he grew up he put it where he experienced um major triumphs um and trials in his life and again he didn't have to do that so shout out to LeBron and shout out to the, you know, the set of clapbacks. And you know what? Shout out to Savannah, too. Yeah. I love Savannah, her. Savannah's my bestie. I love her. Because she, she just minds her business, too, and makes her moves. Like, come on. Come on. Let a king be a king. And, and she lets him do his thing. And she does and, her thing. And she does her thing. Right. So, shout out to the James family. I honestly cannot remember who my other tip was, and I'm very disappointed because earlier today I was like, mm, that's going to be my tip later. But I will just go ahead and shout out um, Issa Rae. Yes, Issa. I'm going to go ahead and give her a, um, oh, this is kind of like jogging my memory. This was somebody else. 
I'm going to post it if I remember. I'm, it's just going to have to happen in a post. Um, but I do want to shout out Issa Grant. I'll go ahead and give her a 25, 25% tip for that ebony cover. Oh, I and knew that ebony was somebody spread. else I wanted. I knew who you was going to say, too. So, um, shout out to Issa. Absolutely love it. Still love everything that she's doing. Still rooting for everybody black. Um, and shout out to her for, like, giving other black creatives the space. Because a lot of the people that are on Insecure are not just on Insecure. They still have the space to, you know, do other things like Amanda Seals and Yvonne Orji. Just, like, really out here doing it. So, shout out to Issa Rae. Can't wait for Insecure to come back, even though I don't have cable right now. So, um, somebody want to give me some passcodes? <laughs> that would be awesome. Slide I have another tip I want to squeeze in there. Go ahead. I want to give another tip because people are out here killing it. Um, I want to give a 70% tip to Tyler Mitchell, the photographer, who was the first black oh, photographer yes. to be on Vogue September issue by none other than Open Doors by Queen Bee. Oh, my goodness. Um, but uh, shout out to him. He's super. He's 23. Yes. He's super, 23. Super talented. That is that is major because Vogue has been around. I don't know how many editions it's been, but it's been over 100. It's the first black person to be the yeah. photographer of the cover of Vogue. So it's well overdue. And I am glad to see him rise to that spot. So major, major shout out to Tyler. That's that's super, super. That's a that's that's a big move. What he just did is he he forged a pathway for a lot of other black photographers to come now, yeah, and shoot the cover of Vogue. So that's that's a huge that's a huge deal. It's the Black Renaissance movement I've been calling this yeah. era right now. I love it. I love everything about it, and I I will say I do also love. I've only read snippets, um, but what Beyonce was saying about her body right now. Oh, when she yeah. said her and her fupa were meant to be, bitch, I took a day off <laughs> yes. from my workouts. I'm like, I ain't even had no baby, but we good over here. Like Three kids. Like, two, but okay. No, I'm just joking. Anyway, what? I what said two, but okay. <laughs> she's had three kids. I believe that she's only birthed two, but... <sighs> Moving on. Mm, we can talk about that on another episode. <laughs> Moving on. All jokes. We love Beyonce. Anyway, Kiana, do you have any brunch spots this week? Um, I do not. I don't have a brunch spot this week. I'll have one next time. I thought you'd been brunching. I thought I saw you win someplace. I've already talked about that, oh. though. Didn't I? Yeah, I already talked about it. Okay. Well, so I haven't gone since oh, yeah, since then. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my brunch spot, I don't think I have mentioned it, which surprised me. I haven't been in a little while. Maybe I did because I went with you. But we're going to shout out Super Chefs again if I have already mentioned it. We're yeah, 25 episodes. Super Chefs. And so I very well could have said it. But. Super Chefs is dope. It is black-owned. There are two locations here in Columbus. So there's the downtown location, and there is the the Gehanna location off Morris Road. So if you are ever in Columbus or for the Columbus folks, if you have not tried it before, check out Super Chefs. Um, Just really all-around dope food. I think I had the... uh, 
I had this really bomb omelet, veggie omelet. Ooh, I might have to go there. I might have to revisit them. <laughs> you just got I did. Hungry. Like, and I actually remember what it tastes like. It melted. And then I've also had their um, red velvet waffles. Also really good. So go check that out. Also, shout out to everybody that um, said they wanted to do a Columbus brunch tour with me. I was really just looking for folks to try new brunch spots with. Um, And I got a lot of responses. So I might just have to get a group together and go. But I'm excited to try some new spots. So if you know any spots in Columbus, please let me know. That would be dope. Um, And this is just me doing it because I like to eat. I'm a fat kid at heart. Um, (laughs) It's not for anything in particular, but I love brunch. Um, Specifically, if you know of a brunch spot with bottomless mimosas. Forno got rid of their bottomless mimosas, which was whack. Um, Still love them, though. (laughs) Still love them. It was passion behind that whack. Because it was like... But they also have these infused strawberries, so those are bomb. <laughs> anyway. That is hilarious. Um, but if you have any good happy hours, any good restaurants just for dinner or anything, I'm trying to get a base, so suggestions for date nights, <laughs> dinner date nights, those will be awesome too. Um, but let me not seem thirsty because <laughs> that's the word of the day. <laughs> Anyway, that wraps up that segment. Kiana, you want to hit them with the social media? Um, you can follow us on Instagram at bitches double underscore loves double underscore brunch. Check out our Facebook group at bitches love brunch. Please, please, please go to SoundCloud and follow us and leave some comments and reviews at bitches love brunch. And always go to iTunes to subscribe and rate and review. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. See y'all in a couple we weeks. We appreciate y'all.